many of the strategies that we implemented um, from the training were really effective for this student, but they were also really effective for students in other classrooms or our typical children in those classes in self-regulation, organization, processing, even behavior strategies. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Pop Fast Talk Ed podcast. Today, we are sitting down and chatting with a BC educator who has taught for over 25 years in a variety of roles, and I'll let her tell you all about those. But uh, it's just really neat to hear how she has taken different Pop Fast training opportunities and implemented some of those strategies and ideas into her classrooms and into her schools. So let's get started. And uh, I'll let you tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Sure. I am a educator and parent. I'm in my 25th year of teaching in the Catholic Independent Schools of Vancouver. Uh, over the years, I've taught both primary and intermediate grades. I've served as a learning resource coordinator and head teacher in one of our elementary schools. Presently, I am working with our superintendent's office as a special education consultant. Wow, very nice. And have you had any experience with PopFast training? And if so, was there a reason why you attended that training? And um, what type of training was it? Okay, so I became, I first became aware of PopFast about four years ago by our learning support director. And I looked to see how Pop could support our students, our teachers, and the families of our school community. Uh, at my school at the time, we were really fortunate. We had the support of our administrator to take the online training as a team, which consisted of classroom teacher, EA, another learning resource teacher, and myself. Uh, additionally, I've had the privilege of attending full-day PopFast training sessions. As well, last year we hosted a pot fast at our district's provincial outreach program fair. Was there anything that that you took away that uh, that really stood out to you that maybe changed your approach to supporting students in your classroom and in your schools? Most definitely, I think one of the biggest changes was the team approach, um, which instantly provided greater consistency for the student. Um, because we took the course as a team. First off, we were able to affirm with each other what was working well with his program. Um, we then used the leak, which is similar to our riot form, to see what we could do to be more effective with our students' program plan. Um, and for our team, I think the training really highlighted how much a person's working memory can be affected, which helped us tweak our programming with visuals, Um, instantly we put in an adapted agenda and just to increase consistency with everyone involved working with this child was very beneficial. Yeah, and so I was just gonna ask, did you you notice that impact uh, on that student's uh, success at school, maybe the the, the learning or behavior or their mindset? Definitely, I think, I think the student really picked up on the consistency of the language that was used with all of the team members when um, we were working with 
this child. Uh, this child became more confident and accepting of their own learning style. Um, you know, with lots of support, lots of practice, uh, this student became able to self-advocate for how they learn best, um, especially with specialty classes when they were outside of their regular classroom. Um, and I think the other big thing for our team, if I look back, was that many of the strategies that we implemented um, from the training were really effective for this student, but they were also really effective for students in other classrooms or our typical children in those classes in self-regulation, um, organization, processing, even behavior strategies. You know, it, it was a few years ago that I did this initial training. So being able to reflect on it now, I think being able to take it as a team, which I know, um, a lot of your training is uh, preferred to be, to be doing it as school teams because it builds that consistency and you are supporting each other as educators. It really helps to develop the relationships and the connections that we build with these kids. What recommendations would you give uh, a teacher around supporting a student with FASD from kind of what you kind of picked out of some of these strategies or supports? I would say take time to observe, take time to observe across different environments, um, involve the child wherever possible in asking them how they learn best, um, celebrate successes with the student, incorporate technology, incorporate uh, video modeling for the student, um, and use that program planning as a living working document because we are we're work, you know we're working together to help that child feel um, that they can be the best they can be and it's important that they feel the connection and that they know that everybody learns differently and we want to give them almost a virtual toolbox that they can pull from in different environments, in different settings, so that they can ask for and access what they need to learn. Thank you for sharing those strategies and, and those ideas around supporting students from what you've taken away from these uh, different pop fast training opportunities. And uh, thanks for taking the time to share with us today on our podcast. So really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. You guys do great work. It's uh, Keep It Up.